What's good, hip-hop? What's good? This your boy Rob D, a.k.a. Rob Diggy, B.k.a. Rob D, in the place to be giving you all the honorable mention for season three. And you all know the background. You already know what it is. Uh, only Built for Cuban Links, one of the best hip-hop mafia-style albums that has ever been created. Uh, probably one of the best hop albums, period, has ever been created. So uh, what I want to pull out real quick is this CD. This is the original CD that I have bought back in August 1st of 1995. This disc now is 26 years old. It's not, uh, it's got some scratches on it, but she's still playing the car. This, this, this CD, I still play to this day. And uh, I will tell you all that when it comes to Only Built for Cuban Links, it is a classic hip hop album from Raekwon the Chef featuring Tony Stark, AKA Ghostface Killer. So that is the premise for our discussion for today. And I have a very special guest that I brought back for his second appearance on the podcast. A good brother of mine from Dallas, Texas. My boy, Ken Folk, the plug is in here with us. Uh, gonna sit down with me and talk about the iconic purple tape how the purple tape came to be, some of the production, some of the significance of hip hop, and some of the tracks that we like um, off of here. So without further ado, let me bring this young brother in. Kinfolk was good. Talk to the world, my good guy, man. What's happening? Tell everybody what's good. Make sure you unmute yourself so we can hear you, man. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? What's good, man? What's good with you, bro? How was life, man? The last time we saw you was uh back in the end of season two when we did uh Wu Tang Clan together. I appreciate that love, man. And how things been going since then, bro? I mean, everything's good on this end, you know. I just like I said, we try to keep busy. You know what I'm saying? Like people be complaining. We don't we be we too busy hustling. So that's how we go. <laughs> I hear that, man. I hear that. So, Kinfolk the plug is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the, the plug. So, if you're looking for a plug into something, regardless of what it is, he is the go-to guy. It seems like everybody knows who Kinfolk is, and I'm glad to have him in my little inner circle because uh, this brother knows everybody, and uh, I'm glad to have him aboard for this uh, honorable mention show. So, let's get into some of the facts about Only Built for Cuban Links. All the songs were produced by the RZA, by the way. One of the only yep. two albums that he produced uh, solely by himself. This one and then Liquid Swords uh, by the Jizza is the other one. Uh, Runtime is about 72 minutes or so. Released August 1st, 1995. Uh, it was named on Rolling Stone Magazine's Greatest Albums of All Times, number 480 in 2012. And then it got re-upped to number 2019 in 2020's list. It is considered the purple tape, the one and only purple tape. And the reason why that is... It's because when Raekwon the Chef and Ghostface were actually more, more Raekwon more than anything else, decided to put this album out, he wanted to be different than everybody else. Um, he wanted to have, and in, in, in essence, he wanted to be the equivalent to a, a dope dealer, right? So a dope dealer puts a stamp on something. Uh, you know, a, a, a good example is, is Blue Magic, uh, you know what I mean, with um, <clears throat> from American Gangster. Uh, the gentleman that was featured on there. So sort of like the same equivalent. So he wanted his tape to be purple. So if you were to buy the actual cassette tape, it was actual purple tape. There has never been another purple tape in the history of hip hop. So when you speak about the purple tape, there's only one, one purple tape. And that is this album behind me, only built for Cuban Links. Um, one of the greatest hip hop albums of all time. Uh, got four and a half mics when it first came out from the Source magazine. It got re up to five mics a few years later. 
And it is loosely based on a 1984 movie called Once Upon a Time in America, where the mafioso style actually is the background of most or the theme of the album. It's about 18 tracks, so it's kind of long, but there are no skips, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about 18 bangers straight all the way through. There's no skips on the album. If you are a fan of hip hop and you have not heard this album, I suggest you stop what you're doing right now, go back, Go check it out on either iTunes or Spotify, wherever you listen to your music. Listen to it from cover to cover because you will be thoroughly entertained because it is like watching a movie. It literally is watching a movie, but you're listening to it. So my first question for Ken Foe, the plug. First off, brother, thank you for joining us this afternoon or late in the evening here uh, in the Midwest. And my first question, Ken Folk, is what is the significance of the purple tape to hip-hop music? <laughs> I mean... I would say, like I told you, I would say it's like, it's got to be a top 10 hip-hop album. Because at the time, I mean, who else was hot at the time when this album dropped? Oh, we had a few. Well, we got Big. Big was hot. Um, East Coast was hot. Yeah, I was going to say, East Coast was kind of running it at that time. So, you got to see. I mean, to me, it's, it's up there. Like, like... I mean, to me, I like it more than I like Biggie's first album. Okay, that's fair. That's I like fair. it, you know what I'm saying? Because if you listen to the, you could tell that this was like artwork. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Like you could tell, like they like they worked hard and made this a masterpiece. Because if you listen, how even think about it like this also, like Nas is the only boots like on you know feature on it that's not a Wu Tang member. So Word. you know Word. what I'm saying? So. You got to think of it like that, you know, and then just the album all alone is just great. You know what it had, like four or five singles when it came out. Yep. And so, you know, Loud Records knew what they were doing because Loud was still doing street teaming. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's like people don't understand that. Like, bro, Loud is like the truth, man. Like, man, it, it's just so much about this album. Because it's a classic. I mean, there's nothing you can say wrong about the album. Because you can listen to it beginning to the end. Like, it is like a movie, though. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, they talk about in the beginning, uh, striving for perfection. So when the album starts out, it's a conversation between Ghostface and Raekwon. And they're like, yo, man, like, I want to get out of the game. I want to raise my grandchildren. I'm thinking about longevity. And, and I want to get out of the game, but I can't. And it's like, that's how the whole album kind of sets the tone. And then you yep. go into knuckleheads, then knowledge god, then criminology rap. I mean, like it's it's so many like different layers about the the mafioso style of of life that they grew up on on Staten Island that they just put it on on on, uh, on music. They put it for your ears to listen to for about their experiences. That's really what it comes down to. I know it sounds simplistic, but that's really all they did, and it and it came out the way that the RZA produced it the way these brothers rapped on it i mean all the wu-tang members get on there except for one which we'll get into here in a little bit um uh, why that was omitted but we'll talk about some theories about that of course but i think that um and i want to get your thing i've talked about this ken folks so raekwon's only built for cuban links album was the third solo effort out of the wu-tang clan when they started to do their solo albums Bro, so do you think there was there was any pressure on Raekwon to produce on this one? Because, you know, nope. we had Met the Man, and then it was uh, ODB was the first nope. solo joint. Nope, 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 no. Because if you listen to everybody's solo album, they first dropped, 
it actually all kind of hard. Like everybody had their own thing. That's why when they a group, they good because they all they like you know like like a they're like ingredients. They you know what I'm saying they make a great you know gumbo. You know what right. I'm saying right. So like liquid source hard. You know methods first album hard. Like even you guys first album was somewhat decent. Like people like sleep on you guys, but you got hard. Like yeah, you know what I'm so. You gotta understand that even though like um like people like Master Killer didn't get, you know, his shine, you know, like he should have. Like a lot of them didn't get their shine like they should, like Capadonna, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. But nah, the first like everybody first album hard to me. Like I got all they like I got all they like um album. I got like their whole discography on my on my <laughs> little flash drive, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I, I even got like woo like War affiliate stuff like Killer Army and all that stuff. So, oh, he got the whole whole gamut. Yeah, okay, okay. Got all that over here. He got the whole gamut, ladies and gentlemen. He got the whole gamut. You want anything Wu Tang? You go talk to Ken for the plug. He'll, he'll definitely set you up and sit you down for a Wu Tang lesson. Bro, people don't. People really don't understand how hard Wu Tang really is, bro. Yeah. yeah. Album itself. Man, come on, bro. Like seriously. I mean. And this, you know, this kind of one of the things that people like, you know, when they talk to Jay, they'd be like, why you don't ever work with anybody new? I'm like, these dudes have been in the game for over 20 years. Yeah. What can these new kids tell you? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The legends, they they in the studio giving out advice and everything, you know what I'm saying, about longevity. They still yeah. overseas. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, yeah. But when it comes to this particular album, Ken Folk, I, I want to get more into this one with the production, the sound, and the rhymes. Like when you think about the elements of a perfect album, this which, which is one of the reasons why it has a five mic album rating. It is a perfect album. But right. when you think about the elements of it, man, the beats, the rhymes, the chemistry between Ghostface and Ray, like talk to me about your thoughts on that. How and why are the elements that make this such a perfect album? Because they knew each other. They okay. like, you, got, you got to think of it like this. Like, I'm going to be completely honest. RZA is not one of my favorite producers at all. Like, he does, like, what makes him unique, especially when he works with Wu-Tang members, is especially when he do that sampling. And, bro, he, like, he mashes it, like, together well with them. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why, like I said, that's why it's easy for them when they agree to sound so amazing. So when he's on their solo projects, he makes it sound he makes it sound like that woo flavor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they yeah. never they never get outside of their box and try to be, you know, anything different. They always stay woo, you know what I'm saying? So that's why I like it. Yeah, but with that in mind though, this one this album is different. This album didn't sound like Tikal. This album didn't sound like uh Return to the 36 Chambers that ODB did. This one sounds different. This one sounds like like a movie. You no know why though? Yeah. Like because you got to think. The cow was on what? Def Jam, I think it was? Yeah, he was on Def Jam. Fact, fact. Albums wasn't on, um, those albums, them first other albums, like, um, Dirties, I think his was Electra. Those were major, major labels, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So they had, like, more money and machine to put behind them. So they wanted those radio singles, you know what I'm saying? So that's, like, they didn't need to do that with this. Like, they did, you know, straight, you know, a street album. And then Lau went out and, you know, did their street team and thing, you know, and the album still, the album's a platinum album today. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I know it's a, Facts. So you got to think of it like that. They didn't have a bunch of videos. They didn't push a bunch of videos. You know what I'm saying? So 
And then you think about um even I don't even was Ghostface first album solo? Was it a major? Oh you got me on the spot on that one. I'm not exactly sure. I you know what? I thought Ghostface was part of Def Jam at some point. I, I think it was I later think on in his career, were. but Cause, cause, what was his first single? That all I got is you, right? This first single, uh, no, I, I, I might have been. So the first album was Iron Man. Uh, so the single, I know they made a single for uh, Daytona 500. There was a video for that. I don't know if there was a. I know all I got is you might have been the second or third uh single i'm not exactly sure man you got me on the spot in front of everybody dude like give me, give me right like, I, I, have no, I have no idea but i know there was a video for daytona 500 because that was a cartoon cartoon joint over speed racers i remember that right one. right 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 that one was dope as hell uh, all i got is you was the first single so well, it was the first single. okay okay cool daytona okay, 500 cool. was the second one so okay so when he dropped that you gotta think and he was on a big label too he was on epic Epic. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so okay. think about that, because who's singing on "All I Got Is You"? Mary J. From what I remember, yeah. Yeah, so yeah man. Mary, and where was Mary J. In her career at that time, bro? Oh like, yeah, Mary. Mary J. Was, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. She was. She was definitely so not, that. She was the it girl for sure for R&B and hip hop. She's the queen of R&B and hip hop. Uh, so that's that's nothing to be said about that. So that does solidify your point with loud not having uh, a big budget. But man, how do they create this perfect piece of art, man? I, I, I always, it always, it always um, fascinates me how you can have a low budget and come out with a with perfection. You know what I'm saying? Like this album, you guys, is perfection. Like it has, it's got rhymes, it's got cinematic themes, it's got chemistry, everything you could think of with a quintessential uh, perfect album. Uh, the no, purple I, tape delivers on all that. It's another thing. So, like, I don't know if you saw what Scarface said the other day. You know, the reason, like, he was like, I don't really care for radio. He was like, radio will just play your shit and then move on to the next. Right. Streets will bump your shit. They will bump your shit. They will bump your shit. <laughs> they will bump your shit. So you got to think like that because, like I said, this was a street album. Everybody else, like Ghostface and Method Man and 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 and, and uh, Dirty, all have radio songs. Right. What song of uh, of Raekwon was on the radio? Right. So you got to think, there's a straight street album. You could tell it was a straight street album because it was all about mafioso shit. So, you know what I'm saying? And like, and that's why I think that's why RZA really went in there and put his touch on it like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So have you been, have you watched the TV show? Uh, I have not actually. I have not. Um, I have yeah. not. It's one of my, one of my list of things to do. Um, I, I have not been spending my time wisely, Ken folk. I ain't gonna front to you. I ain't gonna sit up here and lie, but I need I need to go back and check it out. So, so it okay. And the show it basically makes look makes Woot like Raekwon and Ghostface look like they beefing. Oh, okay. so, oh, they came with this masterpiece is like you know beyond you know what yeah I'm saying? yeah. So, because, Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so RZA is making beef and. I think Ghost or I think Ghostface is like his homie or something from in the same building or something. And then Raekwon comes in and he's like his cousin's friend or something. But yeah, nah, bro. Like I'm pretty sure they beefing in the in the show at first, because like I think Raekwon shoots up Ghostface's house or something like that. Where? 
Yeah, bro. Like you have to watch. Yeah, you gotta watch the show. You are gonna be like, oh damn, I didn't, I didn't realize none of this. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Like, like, like it gets in depth into early because it's early Wu Tang. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and then at the end of the season, you can see like where the group starting to form in the studio at the end. You get what I'm saying? Okay, okay. That's how it ends on the first season, like. They come because you know people forget RZA's Prince Rakeem, Hi Rakeem. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so people forget that. Like I ain't forget that shit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's out there. We forget there, RZA. Yeah. We forget. <laughs> so, we forget. We forget that word, man. It's still out there. You know what I mean? But I want to get back to your thoughts on this, Ken Folk, and then we'll start to wrap things up um, here in a second. But we're talking about the album itself. So it's 18 tracks. Which tracks did you find yourself going back to? So which ones did you put on and you're like, you know what, I gotta listen to this one first? Or do you just go front like to the, yeah, front to the end? Or how do you how do you how do you uh listen to the album yourself? How do you structure it? I just kinda let it play because you gotta think so Knucklehead is my joint. Word. Word, <laughs> man. Five, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even one of them five percent of dudes and I don't know why I like that song. That's just weird to me. <laughs> um what else was it? I like criminology, you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna front. Um, what's the one song? I mean, you gotta like verbal intercourse, though. I mean, I wish Nas and Ghostface would actually do more tracks together. I think True. That would be dull. True. I think that'd be super hard. Yeah, like I said, I mean, that's dope, man. And I've I've heard and I've heard. I'm, I'm listening to what I've I've been hearing in the street. Um, a lot of people consider that Nas verse on Verbal Intercourse one of the best verses in hip hop. So I was like, oh, okay, well. Bro, listen, it's, people really sleep on Nas. Like, Nas is a fucking rap genius. Like, I would like to see Nas do some songs, though, like with Royce. I think that'd be fire. That'd be fire. <laughs> like, I that'd be fire. You know what I'm saying? That'd um, be fire, man. Yeah, Nas. I mean, Nas is Nas. To me, Nas has always been my top five dead or alive. So, yeah. No, 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 uh, no case need to be made on, on my point of view with Nas. I think Nas right. is, he's, he's, he is who he is. You know what I'm saying? He's a genius. Uh, but when I think about the album, uh, I'm like you. I listen to it from beginning to end. I love the way it starts. I love the way it ends. Some of the standout tracks for me, one of my standout tracks is the guillotine. And Ooh. the reason why I bring up the guillotine <laughs> is because of Inspect the Deck. And Inspect the Deck has this, he has this ability, man, to, to set off tracks. And like, when he sets this one off, he's like, Poisonous paragraph, split the phonograph in half. It'd be to inspect the deck on the warpath. Like when you hear that, you're like, oh shit. But yeah, so, but you also. You know what I'm saying? Like he just has his ability to, to open up tracks, yo. Like, yo, people it. sleep on I the deck, it. man, for real, yo. Yeah, like, people be listen. What was that song? <laughs> Atomic Bombically, whatever he be saying. Yeah, when he drops, yeah, when bro, he drops. Uh, Yes, like, bro. bro. Like that's the best opening verse in hip hop, ladies and gentlemen. Right, bro. That's <laughs> the best opening verse in hip hop. Period. When he opens up, uh, I can't even think of the damn name of the song on top of my head triumph. right now. Triumph. triumph. Yes, Triumph. Yes. So when he, when y'all go back and listen to Triumph, there is no best opening verse on a hip hop song than Inspector Ever. just dropping it. Like, but to me, this one, this one goes just as hard though. He goes right. harder on that one, but this one. He goes hard and 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 I want to talk about this real quick, Kenfo. On one of the songs, uh, one of the songs or one of the skits on the album is called Shark Niggas when Raekwon and Ghost are talking about people biting. 
Now there are some subliminals in there. They don't they don't name any names, right? So, mm -hmm. but you know who they're talking about on that skit. And so my, my question to you, my good sir, is on that skit, do you think that's done on purpose to put people on notice? Or they just calling people out? I think they just calling people out because at the same time, you gotta think they was wild, man. They was all wild back in them days. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They did they like I said, when you watch the show, you're gonna see they did they had that I don't give a fuck attitude, bro. Real yeah. talk. So I mean, like they all chill now. Like I said, when I talked to Raekwon like a couple weeks ago, like I said, I was trying to get him in the studio with Jay. So um no, nah, they cool, like you know what I'm saying? But nah, back in the day, nah. Bro, just look at the cover of this album, okay? Look at this shit. <laughs> This is like, if you yeah, want yeah. problems with us, we will beat your ass. Like, come on, like. <laughs> Throwing brothers off airplanes to cash rules. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't care, yo. They didn't care, man. My other favorite joint is Wu Gambinos. Like, to me, all the posse joints. All the posse joints. Guess, course, bro, all posse joints are always going to be. That's me, man. Like, that's yeah. just me personally. Like, the posse joints is, is, is dope, man. But, man, let's talk about the elephant in the room, Ken Folk. Why or what do you think your theory is? on why ODB does not have a verse on the purple tape. Why do you think that is? Because he was in a lot opinion. of shit. He was probably in some shit he wasn't supposed to be in at that time. <laughs> Truth Come be told? On, yeah. He, he Truth be told? Okay, shit. that's fair. I know, uh, so, so you, I say that to say this, because you got, I saw in an interview, you got drops a verse on the album and then he drops one verse and then he goes away for the rest of the album because he had he had to go away and do a bit. So Capadonna slides in and does a couple of verses on the album. Right. So could be your point. Maybe he was getting into some things that yep. was a bad look for the album. Could or could not be. I mean, we'll never actually know unless we talk to Raekwon himself. So Raekwon, if you ever see this, brother, we are asking why did ODB make a verse on this album i really really would love to know that answer to that question brother but other than that kinfolk let me get your final thoughts man what do you want listeners to know about the purple tape and this and its impact Listen, on bro, what it's done for you man they don't need to know anything they just need to go get it like if you a hip-hop head and a junkie just go get it and just play it like it's, like i said it's got a, it's a top 10 classic rap album <laughs> It's made for the streets. <laughs> you could tell right off rip. It's made for the streets, man. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah I, awesome. I don't. I, I don't think there's anything else left to be said, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> I, I think. I think we can. We can wrap things up on what Kenfo just said. So, if you are a hip hop head or consider yourself a fan of hip hop, hip hop music, hip hop culture, you need to listen to the Purple Tape at least three times, at least. Bro. I hate when people say they hip hop heads and don't do their homework. I can't stand that. Oh man, don't even get me started, man. <laughs> don't even get me started on the video right now. Don't even get me started, man. Or oh, for my listeners, don't even get me started, man. But anyway, Ken Folk, this is my favorite part of the show where we do shout outs. So Ken Folk, the plug for the second time of his appearance on the DGA2 platform. Your shout out, sir. And also on top of that, Ken Folk, tell a little bit of everybody uh, where they can find you and what you are currently working on, brother. Plug in all your stuff, man. What's good, man? Talk I mean, to me. I mean, we're just working on this podcast, plugged in. You know what I'm saying? You just find me on IG at Ken Folk Plug. And, you know, working on tons of sexy psycho stuff. Word, word. Shout out to sexy psycho for sure. <laughs> word, word, man. Word. No. And that's it. What else, man? That's it. That's all you got that's for the it. people. Yeah, that's it. Just you know, follow us because we be on. We on. I don't want to let a lot of stuff out the bag yet. <laughs> of course, of course, man. of course, of course, <laughs> man. You can't let people know everything. Like, 
I was being interviewed this past week. The brother asked me, he's like, yo, Rob, what you got working on? You'll find out. You'll find, You'll find out. out. You know what I'm saying? You know, oh. gangsters move in silence, like Meek Mill said, man. We don't we don't let our secrets out. You know what I'm saying? But I get it, I get it. And can't fold the plug. Thank you so much, brother. We're gonna have all the links for all your descriptions to your IG, how to reach out to, to uh sexy psycho, all your stuff you got going on. So shout out to you, my brother, for being on today, man. Your expertise is unmatched, a very intelligent hip-hop mind that I want to challenge in the next season for sure. So thank you, brother, for coming on, showing love to Diggy 2 man. We love you to death, man, and wish you all nothing but the success you can handle in the future. My shout-outs this week are short. Uh, if y'all know anything about me personally, I've been going through a lot of things and I'm trying to overcome those things and I'm getting the love and the feel back and Kenfo is helping me with that right now. Being yes, on here, getting back because yeah, there was this, one of my fans, I'm going to say her name. One of my fans, Amber, Amber, you know who you are. Amber reached out to me and said, Rob, you can't quit. You can't quit. We need you. Yeah. And that, that, that really, that really got to me. So shout out to Amber. Shout out to my brother, Matt. Shout out to the Queen Jessica and shout out to uh, OG Tech because OG Tech had a conversation with him about the same topic. He said the same thing. Don't quit. The people love you. So I'm going to stay with it, man. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to finish what I started. So I took an L, but, you know, L's don't define us, man. L's only define how you get through them. And that's what I'm working through right now. So shout out to everybody that's been a part of this movement. Everybody that's been part of all the episodes. And season four is coming September 7th. You all get ready. We're going into the, the new millennium of hip-hop, right? We're going into the new millennium. So get ready for that, ladies and gentlemen. But that's all we got for this week. So shout out to Ken Folk. Shout out to us Camp. Shout out to hip-hop. Hip-hop music. Hip-hop culture. We'll see you guys in season four. All right, man. Peace. 100. <laughs>